I am not British. My wife, Marika White, was raised up under the Queen in Jamaica. And quite frankly, I know this may sound like heresy to my American friends, uh, but I, since uh, God used kings uh, in the in our history, uh, I have no problem with the monarchy. And I, I have questions about serious concerns about democracy. Now understand people that democracy and the American way is not uh, a religion. Pardon me. But do understand that if the church fails to do her job in a democracy, and that's exactly what has happened in America, the church failed. Democracy is fine as long as the majority are born-again Christians and who fear God and obey God. But when that is not happening, you're going to have an outcome like we have today. Whereas a true good king, and there have been good kings and bad kings in history, of course. And if you, have, if you get a bad king, then you're going to have uh, bad outcomes. But if you have a good king who follows God and fears God, uh, the whole country can be blessed. If he lines up with the eternal word of God, which he is supposed to hold up. Or she. So in that sense, democracy... Uh, is better than uh, a monarchy. But the Bible tells us to respect kings and queens and uh, rulers and leaders uh, and that's what we're doing and while it is reported she's on her deathbed uh, and we we love it when people have done well 
by God's grace. She is not perfect. She is a sinner. She has failed in some areas. And as is the case with all kings and all children of prophets and pastors and preachers, the children may not do that well and the grandchildren may do worse but uh, she did her part she stayed in her marriage uh, no matter what and she did her duty and there's a lot to say about that thank you Daniel Ezekiel thank you Daniqua thank you Danielle Daniel Ezekiel Thank you so much for hanging in there with me uh, this morning and more than that. Thank you for all of the work you did online uh, to set up this time. And thank you for being here with me now. God save our gracious Queen. Long live our noble queen, God save the queen, send her victorious, happy and glorious, long to reign over us, God save the queen. Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, she never got it twisted, she understands that God is the true King, Jesus Christ is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords and she is just their humble servant. O Lord our God arise, scatter our enemies and make them fall, confound their politics, frustrate their knavish tricks on thee our hopes we fix, God save us all. Not in this land alone, but be God's mercies known from shore to shore. Lord, make the nation see that men should brothers be and form one family the wide world over. From every latent foe, from the assassin's blow, God save the queen. Over her thine arm extend, for Britain's sake defend. Our mother, prince and friend, God save the queen. Thy choicest gifts in store, on her be pleased to pour. Long may she reign. May she defend our laws and ever give us cause to sing with heart and voice, God save the Queen. Now, dear friends, allow me to share with you one of the favorite hymns uh, of the Queen. And uh, I have... Uh, an let me just say now, the Queen, she 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 didn't just like him. She she liked some other songs too. But uh, we're not gonna deal with that today. <laughs> the Queen had a little soul, you know.
And if you saw the picture, the the photo that the the Buckingham Palace sent out to the media for her final picture if she dies. Now let me just say with a little levity that the Queen might be doing this to gather everybody together, especially Harry with his new book coming out and to get him to come and to tell them what he put in that book. And if they can determine what he really put in that book and if it's really, really nasty against her and the kingdom, uh, the royal family, uh, then uh, she may go head on and, and leave us if it's real bad, but she'll stay uh, uh, if, it's, if she can deal with it. Now, I don't know, uh, but I just find it interesting that um, Charles could not get Harry and Meghan to come over and stay with him in his palace. And so maybe this is plan B and the Queen said, okay, I, I, I know how to get everybody up in here. <laughs> I know how to get everybody up in here. And uh, so Harry is there. I know everybody's looking at him askance. Oh boy, what are you doing? We got you now. You need to tell us what's going on. Uh, your big brother might have to whip up on you or something to find out. Now here's the favorite hymn, one of the favorite hymns of the Queen. Remember now, we'll be having our annual uh, Yom Kippur uh, Day of Atonement service here in a few days. My youngest son, Daniel Ezekiel, and my youngest daughter, who are both born on my birthday, will be celebrating our birthday this month. Pardon me. One of the favorite hymns of the Queen, Praise my soul, the King of Heaven. To his feet your tribute bring, ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven, evermore his praises sing, Alleluia, Alleluia, praise the everlasting King, praise him for his grace and favor, to his people in distress, Praise him still the same as ever, slow to chide and swift to bless. Go ahead, Queen. Alleluia. Alleluia. Glorious in his faithfulness. Father like he tends and spares us. Well, our feeble frame he knows. In his hand he gently bears us rescues us from all our foes. Alleluia, alleluia. Widely yet 
his mercy flows. And I was I was saying to you, I marvel at the photo. that Buckingham Palace sent out as her, if you will, death photo, the one right before she died. They kept it real, Jack. I've never seen the Queen like, look like that before. I, 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 I see that feistiness and that toughness in the Queen in this picture. With all due respect, the queen, you know, to be queen now, you got to have some gangster in you. With all due respect. With all due respect. When you're dealing on that level, it's, you got to be able to, to gut people. And the queen does not have a problem doing that. Her own family. She, you know, what, one of the reasons why Harry and Meghan are so angry? Because she embarrassed them before the whole world. She said, No. You cannot come out on the balcony with us after you've done what you've done. Mm -mm. And she got her own son, Andrew. She gutted, gutted her grandson, Harry. You, you can, you can, she, and you, when you see it, it's like a sweet, nice old lady. But the queen, you, to be the queen and to, and to be a king, you, you've got to have some tough love. Oh man, you got to have some tough love, Jack. I mean, almost gangster-like, huh? And that picture right there, I marvel at that picture. I love the Queen and I respect the Queen and it all due respect. But one leader can see some things in another leader. See? And, I, and like I have told you in the past, God's love may not always look like what you think love is. You understand me? Because God is dealing with a bunch of sinners. Wicked sinners who don't have the proper respect for him. But like this hymn talks about, God has shown us great mercy and grace and favor. And has forgiven us. And he does not always chide. This is based. By the way. Uh, I think it's. Uh, Psalm 73. Or 37. One of them. Um, one of my favorite. Psalms by the way. And. Uh, and she likes this hymn. Because it talks about. The mercy. And grace of God. Uh. The queen does not play, and she did not play. She did her part. But I saw something in that picture today that showed me the real queen, more so than ever before. And I say respectful, respectfully. If she needs to cut, if she needs to gut, she can do it and will do it. Glory be to God. And, and we need more leaders like her. Okay. To keep the troops in line. You're not going to honor me and respect me. You, won't, you, not, you cannot come out on the balcony. I don't care if you're my grandson. And you got my great grandbabies. 
I don't care. I don't care. It ain't got nothing to do with black. Uh, I got some black in me. So, you know, I don't be trying to put that on me. Half my kingdom is black. Over half. So, I know more about black than you'll ever know. Don't, don't, come, don't come to me with your lying wife talking about her wedding was, her marriage to Harry was like uh, uh, Mandela coming out of prison. Uh-uh. Have you lost your righteous mind, girl? Harry should have told you something. Angels help us to adore him. You behold him face to face. Sun and moon bow down before him. Dwellers all in time and space. Alleluia. Alleluia. Praise with us the God of grace. Praise with us the God of grace. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic service, family members, my beloved, my beloved, it is so good to be back. Dear friends, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International. With the White House family devotional reading of Dr. Charles Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 170. By the way, this is one of your favorite podcasts. In mine too. Pray for the Queen. Psalm 18.5 is where we are today. Shall we pray? And don't just listen to me pray. This is not a show. This is not entertainment. Uh, I'm here to help you pray. To, to help make sure you pray. Okay? That's why I'm here. Because one of the hardest things you'll ever find to do in life is to pray. People love to talk about prayer, but they don't want to pray. One of the reasons why people don't want to pray to God is because their hearts are not right with God. Some are not saved. Some are not born again. And some are living in sin. So they don't they dare not approach God. They know they better not try to play with God like that. For those of you who think that 
Jesus Christ died for our sins, was buried and rose from the dead for us to continue in sin. The Bible says, God forbid. Now, that's a powerful statement. God forbid, period. You understand what I'm saying to you? So, I mean, you, 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 you're probably not born again if you think that you can continue in sin. When the Bible says, God forbid. Basically, translation, forget about that. Forget about it. You can't, uh, that's not, that's not a part of God's program. Because God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for your sins to, to not only save you from your sins, I mean, from hell, but to save you from your sins. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come. <coughs> Pardon me, Lord, and uh, I praise you, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. <coughs> Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for salvation. <coughs> Spiritual, family, and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. Holy Father God, I thank you for the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake, for those of us who are saved in my family and outside of my family, those who name the name of Jesus Christ, please have mercy and grace upon us and please forgive us Lord of our sins, our failures and our faults unto you. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us this morning by and through the Queen's favorite hymn that you do not always chide and you always show us great mercy and grace and favor. And Lord, we all thank you for that. And we thank you for the life of this humble queen, not perfect, but great, by your grace. For only you can bestow greatness upon people. Only you can sustain that greatness and that authority for 70 years on the throne. It's a beautiful thing to behold. <clears throat> And Holy Father God, let your will be done in her life as far as life and death. And Holy Father God, let your will be done. And I pray that she would take heed to what I have written that you have given me to write for Lord uh, I would not have written the things I have if it had not been for you 
and uh, I thank you for the impact that it has had and I do pray that she would take heed and uh, skip Charles and Camilla because that is going to be a disaster and pass the throne to uh, William and Kate who I think will be a great queen and uh, Holy Father God I also pray that she will remove her royal assent to the government sanctioning homosexuality and homosexual marriage which has been a disaster to the country and to the people and to the church that she is over. Open her eyes and stop her ears and help her to do what she knows to do and what is right to do. And Holy Father God, Lord we pray that you would crush and crucify our flesh and the old man within us. For those of us who are saved in my family and around the world, those who name the name of Christ, deliver each and every one of us today from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right, and to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Lord, grant us those who are your born-again ones who are saved by believing in Jesus Christ. Grant us your grace, your strength, and the power of your Holy Spirit to humble ourselves, to pray, and to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways, and to repent of our sins, and to get back to you, our first love. In a very real sense, and Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of the lost, including my own wife, Marika White, and uh, her mother, and her aunts, and her family members. Help them open their blinded eyes, and help them to see the light. I pray for my own mother and my sisters. I pray, Lord, for all of my children who I led to you personally, personally, at the age of seven on their birthdays, and I pray that. Uh, if one or two did not take, as you speak about in your holy word, that they would examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith and to make sure and secure that they are saved and born again and filled with your Holy Spirit and are living like it. And I do pray in the name <coughs> of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias, out of the heart, mind, soul, and spirit of my wife, and out of uh, uh, everybody in our family extended. And Lord, I pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts from Lord, our family and all other families that truly name the name of Christ in this country and around the globe. Give us sweet victory uh, this morning and throughout this day over the world, the flesh, and uh, the devil in a very real sense. 
place, Lord, upon us the whole armor of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ. And grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your holy word, to preach your holy word, and to preach your holy gospel. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would open the eyes of the blind, unstop deaf ears, and save those who are lost. And Lord, I do pray also that, Lord, you would lift all of our burdens for those of us who are saved, cares and worries and anxieties, troubles, problems and fears from our feeble hearts and minds, souls and spirits. For we cannot carry the burdens of this life without your help. Fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding and your joy unspeakable. And Holy Father God, deliver us today. And I do thank you for the earlier prayer meeting that sets up this prayer meeting. And I do pray that you deliver us today, uh, Lord, from all distresses and afflictions, and tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, and tests with, uh, with lessons learned before we are able to move on. Help us to be thankful for, Lord, the troubles and tribulations and trials and tests and tensions that you allow in our life. And Lord, help us to even be thankful for the thorns in the flesh which we talked about on last night in a very powerful way. By your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would deliver each and every one of us from the spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems and all other debt in our lives. And Lord, I pray that you will pave the way for us, lead God and direct us to do what you would have us to do uh, this morning and throughout this day. For everybody under the sound of my voice, Lord, uh, help them to learn through these prayer meetings how that if they pray to you in sincerity, confessing their sins and repenting, you will pave the way for them throughout the day and things will add up and things will be done and accomplished and they can go to bed and, and relax for a little while and have margin in their day to relax and to enjoy a great, great meal and to enjoy a glass of wine and relax and unwind and take it easy and go to bed uh, easing into it instead of abruptly. And Holy Father God, I do pray uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in the words of your servant, Joyce Meyer, help everybody under the sound of my voice and everybody who will be under the sound of my voice, uh, Lord, to enjoy everyday life for that is the true mark one of the great marks rather of a Christian is that they enjoy everyday life in all of its circumstances and they do not live under the circumstances they do not have blue Mondays they don't have to wait for uh, Friday and living for the weekend 
they can have a party within themselves each and every day even if they're working out in the sun even if they're working in front of a computer because of your joy and your peace I pray this for all people who are under the sound of my voice and will be uh, for those who are saved and born again and Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would protect and uh, uh, deliver my, all of my family especially all of my children offspring and all of the children of all of the saints uh, who are under the sound of my voice and across this country and around the globe bless them bless us all and protect us all from ourselves from our flesh and from the devil and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family evil people in the church and evil people in the world and Lord we pray that you would place upon us today the whole arm of God surround us with the band of your holy angels a wall of your holy fire cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ and make us to be whiter than snow on the inside have all that we do here today to be done for your glory your praise and your honor for the lifting up of your holy son the Lord Jesus Christ Lord help the people under the sound of my voice and who will be under the sound of my voice Lord God in heaven including all of my family members who are saved to pray without ceasing to pray first thing in the morning and to pray without ceasing to read your holy word to meditate on it and to have good days by your grace even in the midst of trouble and difficulty and persecutions and trials and temptations and tests uh, to do as sister George Meyer says to enjoy everyday life all day long even in the midst of all of that in Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake amen I don't know why but every time I pray I feel like singing that's an old church right there back in the day some 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 of the old churches they didn't even have music so they'll pull out a harmonica and a tambourine and and that's about it and and then I remember the days when they would use their feet and get the beat and then the hand now you nobody can clap like black church folk especially the women I can see my mother right now doing that double beat clap I mean when, when you're getting down with it you know and, and then the hands off to the side like that right there and they play that hand like an instrument instrument when it really gets when the spirit gets high you know they go a little bit faster yes sir as old church you just grab whatever you can you, they didn't have money to buy instruments and so forth you just grab whatever you can and you made noise with your feet on the wooden floor and, and with your hands and 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 there would be a tambourine and nobody can beat. listen to me nobody can beat a tambourine like a black woman nobody nobody on the hands, their hips, they can do it all. 
Nobody, 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 nobody can do it like a black woman, Jack. That's a fact. No training. No training in the tamarind. You just pick the thing up. And and you, and, 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 and with the African in you, you, you knew what to do with it. That's old church. Okay? Some of your wife will, what? <laughs> Some of your wife will say, what? what are you talking about? I don't remember that. That's because you all have pianos and Steinways and organs and everything. And pastor's wife was over there playing very reverently over in your church. Anyway, we're at Psalm 18.5. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. And Dr. Spurgeon goes on, the sorrows of hell compassed me about. From all sides, the hell hounds barked furiously. My, my, my. A cordon of devils hemmed in the hunted man of God. Every way of escape was closed up. The hounds of hell were surrounding him. Pardon me. Satan knows how to blockade our coasts with the iron warships of sorrow. But blessed be God, the port of all prayer is still open, and grace can run the blockade, bearing messages from earth to heaven, and blessings in return from heaven to earth. The snares of death prevented me, the old enemy hunts for his prey, not only with the dogs of the infernal kennel, my, 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 go ahead Spurgeon, but also with the snares of deadly craft, the nets were drawn closer and closer until the contracted circle completely prevented the escape of the captive. About me the cords of hell were wound and snares of death my footsteps bound have you ever been in a situation like that thus hopeless was the case of this good man as hopeless as a case could be so utterly desperate that none but an almighty arm could be of any service have you ever been there when nobody could help you but God. Have you ever had a situation? Have you ever had a circumstance where the only way out was to look up because you were surrounded by the hound dogs of hell? Some of them in your own family, some of them in the community, and you have not done anything to them. But they hate your guts and they want you done with they don't want you to speak in the name of god anymore they are sick of you
preaching on hell and preaching against sin and the sins of their family members and their best buds and their friends. They are offended in you and they, and they, they are surrounding you like hounds from that hellish place. And, uh, and, and you are Daniel in the lion's den and in the fiery furnace. And all you can do is look up. God, let your will be done. The three Hebrew boys said, King, you can do whatever you want to do, but now we, we, we're going to trust in the Lord. And I can assure you that. And our God, he may deliver us, and he, or he may not, but we're going to follow the Lord. We're going to trust in him. So what do you do? Whatever you want to do. You do whatever you need to do. But we, we, we have no doubt about this situation. Glory be to God. The king said, Daniel, you all right down there? I'm here, O king. According to the four metaphors which he employs, go ahead, Spurgeon, he was bound like a malefactor for execution. Overwhelmed like a shipwrecked mariner, go ahead, Dr. Spurgeon, Surrounded and standing at bay like a hunted stag and captured in a net like a trembling bird. What more of terror and distress could meet upon one poor defenseless soul? All that soul can do. When trapped like that, is look up. Have you ever been there, my dear Christian friend? You can't explain it. You can't explain why the persecutors come, why family members turn their back on you, why friends turn their back on you. You can't explain it. And they turn against you. Can't stand you anymore when they used to stand with you and love you and support you. And they attack you. They betray you behind your back. They say things about you to their new friends. Uh, just to gain brownie points or to gain money. 30 pieces of silver to betray you. And they, they say these things behind your back and they'll never tell you. You got to hear it from the other devils. Here's your solution. When you're surrounded by the hound dogs of hell, look up. The best thing you can do is pray. Pray for your enemies. Pray for yourself. And keep looking up. No wonder God told us over and over and over again. Pray without ceasing. 
Pray always. Continue instant in prayer. Jesus Christ gave a parable to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. And so, dear friends, today, if you are with us, you are compassed about by hell. You're on your way to hell. If you're not saved, if you're not born again. That message uh, that I was sharing earlier is for saved people, born again people. But if you're not saved, if you're religious but lost, you need to get saved before it is eternally too late. Because the Bible says we are all sinners. We have all violated God's law. His Ten Commandments. And God does not look kindly on that. Uh, believe that. You may think it's a light thing. But the Bible says God is angry with the wicked every day. We have sinned against God, the Bible says. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That includes the Queen that I love and respect, Queen Elizabeth. That includes the Pope. That includes the Dalai Lama. That includes even Joel Osteen, the pastor of the largest church in America. That includes me, a preacher who has been preaching for over 43 years well over half, half of his life. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're all sinners. And somebody said recently we need to, when we pray, remind ourselves that we're sinners. God is not. We are. We've done evil in his sight, for we have lied, we have stolen we have lusted, we have coveted after people and things people have. We have uh, disobeyed and dishonored our parents. We have dishonored God by taking his name in vain. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And so something has to be done about those sins, and something has been done about it. But before we get to that, understand that the wages of sin is death, the Bible says. The wages of sin is death. We die because of our sins. That's right. We die because of our sins, not because of cancer, not because of a car crash, and not because of the coronavirus. We die because of our sins. Our bodies will die, but our soul will live on forever somewhere, either in heaven or hell. Sin is a terrible thing, and 
if we die as people who uh, are sinners and who have not believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, God wants you to understand that you're going to a place, an eternal place called hell or the lake of fire. Hell is a very real place. Jesus Christ preached more on hell, the torments of hell, than anybody in the Bible. He preached more on hell than uh, he did about heaven. Jesus Christ was a hellfire and brimstone preacher with a loving heart. Now, I want you to understand that Jesus Christ did not die for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God uh, for nothing. He did that to save us from the eternal hell. He is the Lamb of God who has taken away our sin so that we could be saved from hell and saved to heaven. Understand the most significant thing ever done in the history of the world is the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And, and uh, that is the case for a reason, my friends. He didn't do that for nothing. He did that to save your eternal soul from the eternal torments of hell. This is real talk. Uh, and sometimes because of our sinful nature, we don't take important things seriously. We don't because of our sinful nature. And we are sometimes foolish in our behavior, unwise in how we respond to important things. Not only regarding this, but even regarding doctor's orders, judge orders, educational uh, orders. Uh, we don't pay attention. We think we know it all. We don't listen. And we don't take it seriously. My friends, God wants me to tell you. And God wants you to know. You had better take this seriously. Because many church members, many pastors, many pastors' wives, many people who, are, who were religious in church are in hell today. And many people who have never visited a church are in hell today. Because they did not take God seriously. And that is a very dangerous thing. And if God would allow you to die from this beautiful ball called earth that is out there hanging on nothing but his word. He created all of this with his word. He didn't have to build anything. He just spoke it into existence. I think you need to know that God who did that. It didn't just pop up. Uh, there's no such thing as evolution that did all of this and 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 God did things in such a way that you could not uh, really really honestly think that, that that it came some kind of other way or some kind of human way earth is hanging on nothing man woman think about that 
a perfect circle hanging on nothing. So is the sun. So is the moon. And all of the planets. All hanging on nothing. God created it all. Now get that. Get your head around that if you can. And then I think you'll understand it's important for you to get saved. Now if God will allow you to die from this beautiful ball called earth. And this is a beautiful place. Oh yes, heaven is going to be more beautiful. But but this 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 is nothing to sneeze at. Huh? The same God will allow you to go to hell if that's your choice if you do not hear this gospel message and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. My dear friend, I pray right now, Holy Father God, open the blinded eyes of the people help them to see this save their souls change their lives as you did for me some 43 years ago in Jesus Christ's name I pray and forsake him and I want you to because see the devil is blinding your eyes to not see this making you think you have more time the devil is saying to you right now yeah he, he, he you know he sounds pretty good there but don't don't do it today you have time. Tomorrow is not promised you. The next few hours are not promised to you. You could die today from this ball called Earth and go straight to hell if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. For hell is a real place. For Jesus Christ said in one of his most famous sermons in Mark 9, 43 through 48, And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. Now, now Jesus is showing everybody in this sermon uh, how important it is to get saved. And it's better for you to just cut your hand off and go to heaven than to go to hell with both hands. Party, partying hard and jam jam boogie boogieing all the way to hell it is better for thee he said to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell into the fire into the fire okay we got people in the world called the Jehovah's Witnesses and some other people too who always want to play games with the word hell is interpreted this and in the Greek is this and that but they never deal with the word fire they don't translate that you know why because they can't it is fire is fire and fire burns and this fire will burn forever you see the horrifying fires in California is horrifying even to those of us who are not in them and dealing with them uh, and, and you know we look at the news and we say tis tis and we drink our tea but do you know that is utterly life-changing to have your house burned slap up with everything in it all of your memories and everything in it and there are fires out in California right now burning houses down left and right I mean just burning them down That's horrifying. Hell is a billion times, a trillion times more horrifying than the fires in California.
believe that. Okay? That never shall be quenched. No, they, they, these, these, these teachers, these false teachers, they never deal with that. The fire that never shall be quenched. Now, now, give me the Greek on that. That's what I'm concerned about. I'm not concerned about hell being translated to grave or Sheol being translated to grave. All I'm saying is don't put me in a grave where there's fire, man. Okay? They don't deal, they don't deal with that. They don't want to deal with that. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter halt into life than having two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. There it is again. He said this three times in this sermon. Why? Because he hates you? No, but because he loves you. He wants you to take advantage of what he is doing for you. And what he did for you. He suffered. He bled and he died on the cross for your sins and mine. Was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. For your sins. And he wants you to believe in him. And if thine, what, why? To save, get your soul saved from hell. You have car insurance. You have apartment insurance. You got house insurance and you got to have it. You got flood insurance. You got uh, 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 life insurance. You got health insurance. You have car insurance. You need your eternal life insurance policy, which is already paid for. You can barely pay for those things. You don't have to pay for this at all. It's free. The reason why you don't have to pay for this is because you cannot. Bezos can't pay for it. Elon Musk cannot pay for it. Nobody combined together can pay for it. It is priceless. And God offers the salvation through the cross of Christ freely. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. Okay? That's what Jesus is talking about. My advice is to take him very seriously. Don't be proud. Don't be arrogant. If your soul is trembling right now, there's something wrong. You have never been born again. You need to get saved. If there's a conviction in your, your heart, a, con, a, a spirit of conviction in uh, about your sins. God wants you to get saved and he wants to relieve you of that burden. Lay your burden down at the cross. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. For Jesus Christ said the most important words ever said to mankind when he said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life believe in him trust in him depend upon him
call on his name. For the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you're ready to get saved from your sin and the punishment of your sin in hell, dear friend, believe right now in the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, who bled, and died on the cross for your sins. He paid your sin debt. He was buried and rose on the third day. Romans 10, 9, and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Follow me in the sinner's prayer, my dear friends. Repeat after me, even if you're not sure about your salvation. You say, preach, I've been in the church for 18 years. And preach, I've been in the church for 38 years. But my, my soul and my spirit is trembling under this preaching of the word of God. I'm concerned. That's okay. The Bible says examine yourself. Check yourself out and make sure. that, And see whether or not you're saved. And then make sure you're saved. It's okay to make sure. There's nothing wrong with that. So follow me in prayer. The sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase. And mean it from your heart as you believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner, that I have done evil in your sight repeatedly. I admit that I have committed many sins against you. I have broken your Ten Commandments. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. Please forgive me of all of my sins. As I truly believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered, bled, and died. For my sins was buried and rose on the third day by your power Lord Jesus Christ I receive you into my heart for I believe in you and I believe that you died for my sins was buried and rose on the third day by your power Holy Father God <clears throat> Lord Jesus Christ please come into my heart and save my soul from hell which I deserve and save my soul to heaven which I don't deserve and I cannot gain without believing in you Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to truly repent of all of my wicked sins. Help me to turn from all of my wicked ways. And help me to change. And be the true Christian disciple that you want me to be. By your grace 
and by your help. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, according to John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Uh, you have already transitioned in the truest sense of the word. You have been translated over into the kingdom of God and of his son Jesus Christ. By that simple transaction, you're believing in Jesus Christ. I cannot deny it because it's in the word of God. I'm, I'm, I'm basing what I'm saying on the word of God the Holy Bible and if you believed in Jesus Christ sincerely and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant that prayer then you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven you said uh, that easily why would God make it hard for uh, us wicked evil ignorant sinners he made it as easy as he could possibly make it that's right Salvation is not hard. When, you, when it gets hard, you're trying to do it yourself. So congratulations, my beloved. Now to help you grow in the faith, go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book. I have two books for you to read. Free of charge, a free download. One is... Uh, how to be saved from hell straight from the Bible that will help explain more of what you just did and solidify your faith and then the second book is what to do after you enter through the door for Jesus Christ said in John 10 9 I am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture so if you believed in Jesus Christ he said he is the door you have entered entered in through the door Jesus Christ and now you need to know what to do next no matter what you do in life you're going to get a little packet if it's a new college if it is a, uh, a new um, job they're gonna give you a packet they call it a packet and in it are your next steps. And so this book uh, shows you your next steps on how to become a, a Christian disciple that pleases God. Also, we are here to be uh, in connection with and to connect with you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. My son Daniel Ezekiel was up early this morning uh, and I have two other uh, children who were up all night working and they are all available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week and you can email them and they will give me the information about how you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and they will send you uh, more information uh, and also uh, 
they will receive your prayer requests. Uh, and they'll get your prayer requests to me, and I will begin to pray for you as well. Okay? So we're here to be connected with. We're here to walk with you through this. And if you get your name on the prayer list, it will not be taken off until you ask to have it taken off. And we will pray for you until Jesus comes or until we die. And prayer is a very powerful thing, by the way. So uh, email us with all of that. And uh, until next time, my beloved, make sure you pray without ceasing. Pray always. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord. And, uh, uh, and we're going to pray even right now for some folks. So join us in praying for others on our prayer list. Holy Father God, we pray, yes, for the millions of people who are hurting uh, in so many different ways now, not only the coronavirus, uh, comfort them. Lord, we pray for the demonic activity that's taking place in Memphis, Tennessee. Lord, a killing spree, as you know, went on yesterday all day long from one person. Comfort all of these families. Comfort the families in Uvalde. Comfort uh, the Eliza family, I believe her name is. And Lord, uh, comfort all of these people who are hurting beyond measure. As one woman said, their family will never be the same. So, Lord, comfort them as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Veronica Bernie Vega. We pray for the family and friends of Ohio resident Yvonne Sisk. We pray for the family and friends of Nevada resident David Brian Monroe. We pray, Lord, also for people who have sent in prayer requests. We pray, Lord, for all of the thousands of folks who have sent in prayer requests. We still pray for each and every one of them. We thank you for thousands of answers to prayer. And Lord, we pray for salvation, spiritual, family, life, financial, material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings, Lord, upon them all. Uh, every last one of them and their families, protect them from the coronavirus plague and other diseases and plagues. And Lord, we pray now for the few who new people who have sent in prayer requests. We pray for Nita, for Mike Tyson to believe on Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. We pray for Phil. Uh, please save his mom, Lorraine, and heal her from hearing loss, memory loss, bad posture, body pain, and high blood pressure. And give her excellent health and strength and a long life. Please remove all their debt and financial blessings and bless them with financial security. Please save Steve and Jackie and give them excellent health and long life. Please save Joe, heal him from cancer and give him long life. Please bless Phil with the right woman to marry and help him to be the right man to marry. 
Lord, we pray for Pastor Bushibi. We thank you for providing for uh, the Nasyanda Church and blessing the services and the buildings and roofing section. We thank you, Lord, for protecting them during the funeral and blessing him to preach the gospel there. Please comfort Sister Eunice's family. Please protect and provide for them during these dangerous times. Please deliver them from tough living conditions, high cost of living, murders, elections, and wars. And Lord, we pray now for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. We pray for Lamech. We pray, Lord, for Monica, Jeremiah, Monica, Salini. And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to Christ. Patricia, Martha, Okocha, Jackie, Sydney, and uh, many more. We uh, pray, Lord, for all of these people. We commit these souls into your hands as well as ours. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Until next time, my beloved, pray without ceasing. Don't stop. God bless you. Until next time, as the music plays.